1: Welcome, everybody. All right. Today, we're talking about being trapped in your life. You know, a lot of people out there feel trapped by aspects of their life, trapped in an unhappy relationship, an unfulfilling job, generally unhappy with their life, despite their basic needs being met. And you know, this thing called the American dream has left them wanting and and more so they're they're tied to ideas that are not providing happiness. You know, but the truth is, happiness is really hard to get. It's, it's a fleeting emotion. And to make that a goal, I just want to be happy, is not necessarily a good goal. It's not necessarily a healthy goal. You know, the idea is, instead of, I just want to be happy, why don't you just try to be peaceful? Make peace with your life. Make peace with your choices. Make peace with where you're at. Try to be in the moment. Try to live just now, not in the future, not in the past. That would be much more healthy. If you're peaceful, you have access to all of your emotions. And that's a great thing. You know, um, our our current model for happiness is to work harder, have success, and then happiness will follow. And and this is a broken model because once success is achieved, the bar is pushed further. And so happiness is never achieved because if happiness is on the other side of success, your brain never gets there. So in this culture, you know, success is recognized through several structures. The most prominent feature is income. That's a big one. Money buys the things that denote success. Bigger houses, luxurious cars, trips, electronic toys, jewelry, anything that makes others envious. Another feature of success is status, especially one's career. And in an attempt to have success in order to bring happiness, which is only momentarily captured as the goal keeps moving, people become trapped in their life. In addition to always trying to accomplish more, the accumulation of status related things leads us to being controlled by those very things that we are choosing and many people often feel overwhelmed with responsibilities and when inquired if they you know if they can let some uh, responsibilities go you know if you just ask the questions can you can you let go of this the answer is nearly always a resounding no you know, and, and this is then followed by an explanation after explanation about how these responsibilities are related to status and are essential. So the individual is not experiencing happiness despite their attempts to achieve it by having more success, thereby more money and more possessions and more activities that denote success. And this brings, you know, us back to, you know, looking at the idea of, 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 people are unhappy because they view their lives as prisons. And that's not healthy. First, they're prisoners to success. You know, students usually uh, report success as a goal when asked about their plans or desire for the future. You know, people get married, they have children, they buy a home, they have cars, furnishers, vacations, whatever else they've been programmed to associate with happiness and success. Then after the novelty wears off, and their new goal to define success has been relocated even further down the road. They feel like prisoners. And sometimes the realization is, is very uh, evident. People are aware that they feel trapped, even if they do not understand why. Other times they're unaware that they've been imprisoned in themselves and they can't find an escape. Then they report being overwhelmed, stressed out, depressed anxious, and they have accepted an incorrect formula for happiness and often are admonishing themselves for not being that happy despite all they have. And this is really an important understanding. You know, um, the solution, you know, if you think about it, is to the reverse model. Happiness contributes to success, not the inverse. You know, emotions are very important because they are our motivators. And if you really want to follow emotional intelligence, you pick emotions that motivate you. And it could be a negative emotion. It could be rage. It could be anger, whatever. But you pick emotions that will motivate you to do hard things in life. And that is important. And if you want to do hard things, that makes your life easier because the more we become experts at certain things that we are good at in this life that we're innately good at and we make that our passion and our purpose, what's really important to understand is now we're working our way out of feeling trapped and actually enjoying our life because we have passion and purpose. You know, if you want happiness, then get out of mediocre and mediocrity and get on with will. I will do this. I will do that. You know, make commitments and follow through. That's life. Take leaps of faith. You know, that's life. And, and experiential learning is the most important learning. And so you always want to make room to be able to make new decisions in life or even change decisions that you've already made, you know, and that's a leap of faith. We don't always have the, the end result. We can't always control outcomes. And we really have to understand that in this life. You know, exercise is also a really good thing because when you exercise, you're getting those endorphins. You're allowing your brain to manufacture more dopamine, more serotonin, and that gives you a meditation type of benefit. So your brain gets tuned up and it starts to break the cycle of the culture that we have you know and and finally you know conscious acts of kindness where an individual praises another person for their support system this actually attracts other people people that are grateful are very attractive people and that's a very important thing to understand People love to talk about themselves, but when you hear someone actually be grateful for something that you do, that is a motivator, and so that's why doing hard can be a really important thing in this life. You know, if people bought smaller houses, less luxurious cars, and otherwise didn't define their place of life with the things they possess, they would be less likely to feel imprisoned. People wouldn't have to work as hard, but, you know, believing the new car, boat, gadget, whatever would bring them happiness. The more time would be allowed to be with loved ones to connect with your children, to realize it is the little things in life that actually matter. You know, if, if you choose to flaunt your success so everyone knows you're accomplished the American dream or whatever dream, whatever country you're in, then you could just list those things as you're grateful for. But... You know, it's very important to understand, you know, Epicurus was a, a philosopher and he said that a free life cannot acquire many possessions because that is not easy to do without servility to mobs or monarchs. You know, you look at your life and you marvel at how it doesn't feel like yours at all. You know, some people desperately want to escape They want to do something, but they're terrified of destroying everything they've built so far. Well, you know, leaps of faith teach us something. It's not necessarily the result that's important. What's really important is how you respond to the result. And that is where the rubber meets the road in life. You can't just seem to move. You, You know, if you're going to be paralyzed with fear, you're never going to live. You know, when fear enters faith leaves. When faith enters, fear leaves. And so if you live a faith-based life, and I'm not necessarily talking about Christianity or anything like that, even though I am a Christian, the bottom line is we experience life. We learn experientially. And that's an important thing. A lot of people can learn from books. That's a great thing. But most of our learning is experiential. You know, all of us do feel trapped at some point, whether it be, you know, in 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 your financial circumstance, your your religion, your family, your relationship, your obligations. You know, usually feeling trapped can be easily remedied by simply doing something new. But it's not always that easy. When feeling trapped becomes a big problem, one that makes you feel hopeless, then it's time to take a serious look at your life. And, and you know... There's a lot of reasons people feel trapped, feeling trapped and or undefeated are experiences common to people who face anxiety and depression because they're always doing what they feel instead of what they think. If you want to walk out of depression or anxiety, then do what you think first and then check in with how you feel. Action gets us out of anxiety and depression, you know, accepting anxiety and depression. Okay, just kill me. You know, accept it, and then walk through it. Don't give it all the power to run your life. You know, um, there's there's a lot of uh, spiritual reasons and psychological reasons why you might feel trapped. You know, uh, passivity is often learned behavior that we're taught in childhood by our parents, our teachers, our societies. You know, being headstrong is generally a trait that is discouraged by society because it makes you less governable, meaning that others have left less influence on you. So a lot of people will try to break you if you are headstrong and that headstrong quality, you do not want to lose it because that is your will and you need that to operate. That is your essence. That is your soul. That's what it comes from. And people that have headstrong often accomplish hard things in life. That's a motivator. Use it. Don't lose it. You know, many of us are taught to be submissive, compliant, docile, especially during COVID-19. Now we're all a bunch of sheep, you know, and, and we our government has no respect for us as human beings whatsoever, you know. But, you know, being good members of society is what government Wants us to learn. Be good members of society. Don't be a rugged individual. You know, that's, that's not cool. That's not cool, but that often leads us to feeling trapped. You know, as young people, many of us felt empowered and encouraged to take a proactive approach to our life and be and do whatever we desired. Of course, most people pay lip service to this empowerment ideal, such as our teachers, but within the confines of doing socially acceptable things like going to a university or uh, uh, chasing after money or, or status and getting married, having kids, You know, those obligations, if you do them for external reasons, meaning because how it looks, you may not be able to last in those commitments. Commitments are often best made when we do them for ourselves. When we commit and we follow through, that means we begin to have what's called integrity. And integrity makes us very attractive people, even in old age, God forbid, but the people that manage their integrity, which is what you do when no one is looking, are going to be the the most magnetic people in life because they can be trusted to do what they say they will do. And sadly, many people don't manage their integrity and they end up in nursing homes uh, with no family or anybody to visit them, because they didn't manage their integrity. Now, I'm not saying that everybody in a nursing home is going to be there with nobody visiting just because they didn't manage their integrity. But oftentimes, those are the folks that end up not having people follow up or care about them, and it's sad. And you don't realize that until you get old that when if you don't manage that integrity, you lose you lose people and passions and purpose, because nobody trusts you. And so it's really important for us to manage that and do the good things. You know, we're encouraged to be proactive about our lives. But on the other hand, the proactivity is disguised form of passivity, which is all about following the crowd and doing what everyone else does. Well, that's pretty depressing. You know, we need to be our own person. We need to be sought after for for things that we know and understand. You know, that's that's an important quality of us to have in this life. You know, it's really any wonder that so many of us struggle with feeling trapped unless we have the wisdom to see through, you know, the, the pursuits of society and we end up following the herd and letting others dictate our lives. That passivity is therefore a major cause of feeling trapped and stuck in life. And when we're passive, we're literally giving others the permission to make our decisions and prescribe our existence on this earth. And when we're passive, we're resigned to accept our, our whatever we get in this life without realizing that it's actually in our hands to create a life of our own choosing. And so, you know, God forbid we've all been stuck in this wearing masks and doing the COVID thing and getting shots. We're all being told what to do, what we can't do, what we can do. And everybody loves to enforce the rules that are out there. And it's just amazing. It's just amazing how negative and horrible it is that we don't respect ourselves enough to step out of the box and make good choices for ourselves. You know, you've simply, if if, if you've outgrown your current life, Here's the thing: people, people are not uh, static beings. As human beings, we're forever changing. We're forever evolving. We're forever transforming. Anything that does not change dies. as, As, as. It's quite likely to hear that we see the world around us. And when species or ecosystems, even business and trends don't evolve, they fade away. Look at IBM. I mean, IBM used to be a monster. It it used to be one of the greatest businesses out there. And look what it's doing now. It's just contract work and doing the cloud and managing some government contracts. I mean, yes, they do other things too, but they're not the behemoth that they used to be. And that's because they didn't evolve. You know, we're not the same person this time that we were yesterday at this very time. We evolve. We change. And it's important for us to understand that and embrace that, that we need to take leaps of faith. We need to make new decisions. We need to change so we don't feel trapped and often, uh, you know, simply outgrowing our current life can be the case. Perhaps you don't have much in common with your friends anymore. Or your career interests have changed. You don't uh, relate as deeply to your partner anymore. This is all completely normal. Yet as humans, we tend to pathologize change. We become really neurotic and fearful about it because we desperately want to control life. We don't have control of life. We have control of hedging our bets and that's about as good as we get. You know, we also can control how we feel, but no one else can control how we feel. We can control how we respond. That's an important thing. But, you know, this is what we have to think about is I don't need to control life. I need to make new decisions and healthy decisions to meet me where I'm at. And that may include your family, that may include your children, that may include your spouse. And I'm not saying go get a divorce or anything like that, but, you know, you need to change. You need to evolve. Sometimes you need to move somewhere else. You know, maybe you outgrow your house. You just have to face it. You know, we've got too many kids. We need a house. We need a bigger place. Well, how can we afford that? Well, we need to make plans and get on with it. All right, we're going to keep talking about the reasons that people feel trapped in their life, and then we'll go to the signs so you can tell whether you feel trapped in your life. So come back. (laughs)
0: us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Dr. Gary Bell is available for speaking engagements as well as teaching at your seminar or workshop and life coaching via telephone Skype or in person in the Seattle area. Dr. Bell brings his no-nonsense straight from the hip discussions each week on the show, but it doesn't stop there. Learn about motivation and psychology one-couple marriage repair, a two-day workshop in Seattle, and more. Visit drgbmft.com today or call Dr. Gary Bell at 951-818-7856. That's drgbmft.com or 951-818-7856.
2: Listen for Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young. Her show topics cover creating lasting transformation in challenging environments and how creating change can have an impact on the success of individuals from a mind, body, and spirit perspective. It's going to be inspiring and uplifting each week. So tune in on Tuesdays at 12 noon Pacific time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and also listen on the Voice America Business and Influencers Channels.
0: That's 1-888-346-9141. That's easy enough, but if you want to send an email, it will take some thinking. Got a pen? The email address is drgbmft at sbcglobal.net. Or you can just click on Email Host on the Voice America page. Now,
1: back to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Welcome back, everybody. All right, we're talking about feeling trapped in your life. You know, just imagine how uncomfortable it would be trying to squeeze yourself into the clothes you wore 10 or 20 years ago. You know, you might feel comforted in some small way, but it's the comfort and familiarity you feel worth the experience of dying inside. You know, remember that it's completely normal to not want to let go, to be gentle and compassionate towards yourself. It's okay to grow and change it's your birthright <laughs> you know all of us want to feel like we belong and in fact you know craving to fit in with others is really a part of our dna and it's it's, it's basically a biological um, uh, survival mechanism but we've come a long way you know if if you think about our the evolution of the human race you know if, if we force ourselves to be normal the more we suffer you know evolution or or in, in involution it is now calling us to honor our authentic needs in order to grow as a species and and conformity is an old uh basically a paragram um That we no longer need to chase after. In fact, the more we comfort, the more we feel empty inside. And the more we try to be like others, the more we lose contact with our inner voice. And the more we mold our lives to be socially acceptable and get away from our true spirit, from our true being, our true essence. You know, it's one thing. You know, to as you're 12, 13, 14 years old, you're probably adapting to other people's music. You're probably looking at other people, how they what kind of clothing they wear, what they do, uh, what they say, you know, and then we pick that up and try it on. That's a developmental stage where we're trying to discover who we are. But as we get older, we have to make choices and choices define our character. And what's good about choices is they can always change. So it's really important to understand that we have to adapt to where we're at and what's healthy about us and what's not healthy about us. And then do something about it. If it's weight, if it's exercise, if it's your job, shake it up. Do something different. Get your will. Grab it you know will to power if you want to you know frederick nietzsche that was his concept and and you know unfortunately hitler borrowed that concept um but you know the bottom line is you you want to take charge of your life and make new decisions that meet you where you're at and that includes thinking about others you know if you're married you need to think about your partner you know how will this affect them how will this affect my children you know how will this affect my relationships my family my friends, you know, all of that, you know, you want to take into account, but you want to do healthy. And that means meet your life where it's at and make changes when it's necessary. You know, if you've taken on too many responsibilities, also, they're that's a normal part of life. But they teach us to be mature, responsibilities do. They teach us to be accountable, to be patient, to be empathetic. And there can come a point in our lives when we take on more responsibilities than we can handle, and we start to feel trapped. Why? Usually we fill our lives with pointless or excessive commitments because we're trying to escape from something, whether that's ourselves, our past, or some kind of emotion that haunts us like grief or emptiness or anger. You know, if you're feeling trapped, closely examine your life. Have you bitten off more than you could chew? Why? And furthermore, what can you do to decrease that workload? You know, Probably the biggest reason why many of us undergo the excruciating feeling of of feeling trapped is soul loss. When we have lost contact with our souls and we feel unshakable sense that something is missing from our lives. The feeling is accompanied by loneliness, emotional numbness, emptiness, restlessness, irritability, anxiety, depression, and drug addictions. You know, it's just amazing that we will fill that empty loss of feeling trapped with something else. And what we really need to do is make new choices and grow. You know, feeling trapped isn't uncommon, you know, <laughs> some people feel trapped in life that they that they didn't want and don't know how they got where they are. That's because they allowed other people to lead them. You know, but sometimes we wake up at about 30, 35, maybe 40, and we go, ah, I'm not so sure all these choices were made for me. They seem to be running my life, and I don't have room for myself in my life. And if you wake up at that point, it's called the midlife crisis. Yes, a lot of people enter that. And that midlife crisis, they start shaking everything up, and that's not necessarily healthy. It would be better And and if you want people to love you, it's always good to be a good sense of decisions. Make lots of decisions so people can know who you are. When you make decisions and you're a decisive person, people know how to give to you. When you're indecisive and you're always trying to meet people where they're at and to please other people – you know, you lose yourself because you have not made enough decisions to define who you are. So it's gonna be really hard to make friends. It's really gonna be hard to find anything in common with other people because you're just milk toast. And you know, if you wanna have a life full of substance and full of good things and something that you're proud of, make choices, take leaps of faith, follow through, do hard, and you might find your life has purpose and you might find yourself being sought after for who you are and what you know and what your wisdom is. You know, uh, everyone has worked a job that they didn't enjoy. And usually that phase of life happens when we're still in a transitory period between working a job and starting a career. However, one of the biggest signs that someone feels trapped is that they're miserable in their career. And I hear this all the time. Even if it's one they worked hard to get a degree into. You know, It's a sign that they're living a life they didn't want to live. And some people are just natural introverts. This usually means they enjoy spending time by themselves, but still enjoy social gatherings. Someone who is withdrawn doesn't want to spend all that time by themselves, but they often don't see any other options. So someone who is withdrawn is trying their best not to remind themselves of the life that they have currently set up for themselves. And a lot of people have found that in COVID-19. They have found that they don't necessarily like being alone all the time. They would like to have some friends. They would like people to be, to, to be in social situations, you know. Um, a lot of people that feel trapped in their life, they don't have a support system, you know. They, they withdraw even from people that can make their life a little bit more bearable. You know, if you're the smartest person in a room, you need to move to a room where people are smarter than you. And that's how We grow. It's really important for us to grow as people. And when we associate and take the time to make friends with other people, we need to make sure that those people benefit our lives and bring us something better for ourselves. If you're going to be around a bunch of drug addicts as a friend, you're going to probably be a drug addict. You know, you don't want to, uh, if you want to trap your life, then give yourself a bunch of friends that don't make good choices. And then you'll find yourself not making good choices too. You know, a lot of people are emotionally restless and they and that also causes a problem. Someone who can't ever sit still, who constantly needs to be doing something new and exciting, maybe is going to forget that they're feeling trapped. And these people never slow down and always seem to have some kind of plan to keep them emotionally occupied. Well, sometimes that's called coping instead of living. A lot of times, there's a lot of people out there that lie about their life. Sometimes the only way for someone to escape the life that they don't want is by lying about it. Usually, these people will lie to complete strangers. They'll make up details about a life they wish they were living rather than the life that they actually have. And it may start small, but it can escalate into lying about their career, their family, their relationships, their past, past events, where they borrow from someone else's story and then they integrate that into their own life. Also, depression is a common among people who feel trapped. They might be very good at hiding it, but knowing the signs of chronic depression is very important. Most people who are living a life they never saw for themselves experience some kind of depression. And it may be mild, but it can be incredibly severe because they develop this negative failure narrative about themselves because they have unmet expectations about things that they are usually unreasonable. And when people have unmet expectations, they develop a negative narrative about their own life. And when they keep telling themselves that they failed, they failed, they failed because expectations have enormous amount of emotional context for us, and we gravitate to expectations, we need to convert all of those unreasonable expectations into preference. I prefer, I prefer, I prefer my life was better. I prefer I made some new choices. Now people know what we want, and now people can help us get what we want. You know, I I prefer I had a, a, a partner. You know, I prefer, you know, I had more income. Well, now people can help us if we can communicate preferences instead of living in silent failure expectations. You know, some people have uh, also escapism is their main thing. And then they form addictions like being drugs and alcohol, substances. And they'll either have a drinking problem, an abuse prescription, illegal drugs, being high or drunk always is an escape from the life that they're living even for a little while. You know, people who feel trapped often also showcase the inability to say no. Sometimes this inability that leads them to the life that they're living now is because they didn't set boundaries. And people can be awful at that. And it's sad because as you're older, you especially as a child, as you get older, you need to set boundaries because people will use you to even even your own mother, your own father, your own siblings, your best friend. People will use you for as much as they can use you for because you don't say no. And if you're a person that can't say no, you are a walking target and you also are living a reactive life that doesn't belong to you. You know, it's important to be able to say no. You know, sometimes family, their partner, their friends, their boss, their co-workers, they tend to run themselves ragged by trying to appease everyone else. Oh, I'm just a giver. No, no. You need to say no sometimes. And who cares how people respond? They need to just deal with it because it's your life and you need to define it. And you don't need to live apologetically. And that's what people who can't say no do. So Also, it's important to stop thinking in terms of limitations and start thinking in terms of possibilities. And that's absolutely a quote from Terry Jefferson. You know, feeling trapped in life you didn't want doesn't do well for your self-esteem. And this is why people who feel trapped often exhibit low self-image. They don't think highly of themselves. And people who have a high self-image of themselves, and that doesn't mean they're pompous or arrogant But if you know you're good at something, that's a good thing. You need to be confident in that, you know. But, yeah, we also need to be humble. But, you know, a lot of people don't believe they deserve the kind of life that they want. And that leaves them feeling trapped in one that they don't like. And that's because they stop dreaming. They stop following their dreams. And the dreams that we have can lead us to great things if we just stick to them and commit to them, you know. A lot of people have commitment issues. You know, that's a big problem with people who feel trapped. They already feel trapped in their day-to-day life, so they try to exercise some form of control over their relationships, and these people tend to have a string of short-term relationships. Their past partners would describe them as a commitment-phobe. You know, and people that are commitment-phobes are going to live in limbo because after a while, people want you to commit. And if you can't commit... It's really hard to have trust, and it's really hard to understand that if you can't be trusted, you can't be related to. It, it, in, in any relationship, every conflict you ever have will be a trust issue, and you can love someone and not trust them, but when you trust someone, the love grows, and so as a relationship gets stronger, it values trust and commitment, and that is what keeps it together. If you work on trust in a relationship, you are going to have a strong foundation for the rest of your life. You know, feeling trapped in a life you don't want happens to people every day. Fortunately, it's something that anyone has to deal with. And taking charge of life starts with deciding that something has to change. Once the decision's made, anyone who feels trapped can start turning their life around. It's one decision away from from your life is turning your life around by making new choices. Anyone who feels trapped in life can reach out to someone like a life coach or a therapist or a minister or whatever who can help them start to change things and make their life what they want. You know, taking charge is one step away for anybody who decides to make new choices. That's important. You know, it's also our struggle with what is that causes pain. The longer we try to resist pain, the more it persists, yet the worst has already happened. Our circumstances are what they are. So it's really how do you want to respond to our circumstances? That is who you are, how you respond, not what happens, how you respond. And the more you understand that and the more you walk into measuring your responses and being a good listener rather than a good talker is going to make you a magnetic person. You know, do everything you feel inspired to do from a practical perspective to move in a direction that you want to go. It's also a good idea to sense, uh, check this with someone who can be objective about your situation, perhaps even offer other suggestions. Yes, Life can be consultative, actually seeking information from other people who are, 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 are known to have good knowledge in an area that you trust. You know, on, a, on an emotional level, you know, perhaps you, you seek to despair, which sits in a pit of hopelessness and understand that depression is healthier than despair and anger and frustration are healthier still. So when you are feeling emotions like anger, you have begun to take back your power and to acknowledge your fight, to have your freedom of choice, and you're going to go in the right direction. Harness the anger. Use it to benefit your life. Use it to try to get you to a different place that's healthier. You know, inspiration is also a very important thing. If something you're doing or others suggest feels like a lead weight around, around you, and it's your intuition shouting, go the other way, in that case, keep the bare minimum of what you feel duty-bound. In that moment, you know, it's, 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 but it's also important that we follow our inspirations and we take them seriously because those new ideas may lead our life in a whole new direction. And that may be where you find your deepest, most important wisdom is in your own personal inspirations. You know, we want, we all want to experience love and joy and that's our natural state. It's ease and neutrality are a good goal. That's fine. But if we just sit in it and just stew in it, then our life doesn't take any momentum. And then we are just coping with life rather than living a life. You know, uh, meditation is something, uh, you know, getting out in nature. That's a great way to bring ourselves back into balance and, and awareness, you know, especially when we start hearing and sensing and smelling our environment. That can be a very powerful thing just don't have manure or anything like that around you Um, but you know (laughs) you you also have to think about changing your own narrative in order to feel your power and create change our lives we need to stop seeing ourselves as victims you need to be the hero of your own story All right, we're going to take another break and we're going to come right back and talk about feeling trapped in your life and how to not do it come back (laughs)
0: one-couple marriage repair, a two-day workshop in Seattle, and more. Visit GBMFT.com today or call Dr. Gary Bell at 951-818-7856. That's drgbmft.com or 951-818-7856.
2: Unravel the mysteries of metaphysics every week on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Join host Barb Crowder What's the difference between leaders who achieve exceptional results with ease and those who struggle to keep up? Tune in for Leading on Purpose with Nicole Bendeley. You'll discover the simple practices that are making the biggest difference to a leader's success today. You'll meet leaders who are bringing out the best in their teams. You'll gain practical strategies to lead yourself and others to high performance with ease. Leading on Purpose airs live. Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, Noon Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
0: Or you can just click on email host on the Voice America page. Now, back to Dr. Gary Bell's absurd psychology.
1: Welcome back, everybody. All right, we're talking about feeling trapped in your life. You know, you have to look for ways to find your passion and your purpose and your power. You know, if, if you search for internally where your purpose and your power is, where's your talents? Where is your. Where is your ability to help other people's lives? It's not about you. It's not about you. It's about others and how you, from your soul's being, can actually help other people. And if you can commit to that, your life can have passion and purpose all day long, every single day. You know, if you imagine that a new circumstance that you dream of requires some, some, some things that you have to line up. Well, if you have an important contribution to make in life, you need to commit to that and you need to learn along the lines of your passion and your purpose. And if you can fall into that and allow yourself to just keep going and keep going and keep going and keep learning, you're going to find yourself to be an expert. And when you're an expert, you're sought after for what you're an expert at. And so that is how we create meaning in our life. You know, it's really incredible also to develop a journey that we enjoy, and that means to give ourselves vacations and experiences that we really, really want to have in this life that we have, and we allow ourselves to commit to having that, and then we create a life that will allow us to have those meaningful memories in our life that contribute to who we are as a person. You know, you really want to fill your cup. And you have to focus on anything other than those aspects of your circumstances that we feel trapped in and doing things big or small that distract you or make you feel better. You know, read, watch, listen to whatever fills your cup. And, and again, make it a priority to get out among nature to, to, to you know, it sounds cliche, but our natural world is, is like a strong, steady heartbeat. You know, oftentimes it's said that there is a heartbeat and if you actually put your feet on the soil you might feel the rhythm and the peace that this world actually offers you and you you also want to write down all the things that you're thankful for you know you know it, 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 if, if if you made a list every single day of what you're grateful for and you go back and you keep journaling what you're grateful for guess what you might become a grateful person and grateful people are very Very attractive because so few people hear good things. Most everything negative is what people hear. That's why they watch the news. They love the negative narratives. You know, it's sad, but we love to criticize each other. We love to look out for the negative. Well, when you have a grateful heart and you're a grateful person, that's something that other people haven't seen and haven't heard, and they love that, and that helps make your life better. Look at what you're grateful for. Look at what you're thankful for rather than feeling trapped in your own life. You know, reach out and help others in ways that are meaningful. You know, your, your experiences can help people, which will help you reconnect with the love within you. And it's harder to be lonely when you allow this broader part of you to take, take its place in the light. You know, also, trust. A lot of people can't trust. A lot of people have major trust issues. But if you want to get to trust, have faith. I, If I messed up, I want to tell you I need you to have faith in me that I won't do that again, that I've learned what I need to do, and I need you to have faith in me. And when you get to trust, you get to trust. That's how we get trust in our life, is having faith. That's the bridge, and then trust is the arrival. And in time, solutions will present themselves, and you'll be inspired to act in ways that lead you where you want to go. And so trusting in yourself And trusting in others is a very important component. You know, we have this narrative in our mind that a lot of people are ill intended. Well, people make a lot of mistakes. We are all very fragile minded people. We are very selfish people. And the deal is, is that we make mistakes. But if you want to get back to trust, you walk on that bridge of faith and you will get it. And it's not a bad thing to try to get to trust. It's an important thing, too, because if you don't trust in a relationship, you're going to be miserable the rest of your life. You know, you're not you're you're not uh, ever given anything that you can't handle and you can get through this even if you find the best parts of what you need to get through. You know, you need to be resilient. That's how we live life, is to be resilient. How? Okay, this happened. Now, how am I going to get through it? And it may just be give your life to God, you know, because maybe it's out of your control. And if you just give it up and let yourself keep making good choices, what you might find is you end up in a better place than you were before. You know, sometimes it's really important, you know, let's be real. You you know what decision you want to take, and if you're unhappy at work, you're probably itching to quit. So, make a plan. Find a new role or earn money on the side so that you can take a plunge and quit. Don't let that negative self-talk take over too much. You you are you're talented enough to find a new position. You do deserve to be happy, and just because you feel trapped doesn't really mean you are trapped. Don't put barriers in your mind for no reason. You know, if you're unhappy in your marriage, you might be holding on for the kids. Or maybe you're afraid of being put in harm's way if if you're in an abusive relationship. If you need to get help from the police or a professional expert or whatever, a therapist, then by all means, do it. You deserve to be happy and in a loving marriage. That's important. Remember, that marriage is is what your kids are following as the formula for how to be parents in their own life. And so you want to be good parents. And that's an important thing. And you want to be good to each other. That's the role model that they need to follow. If you're arguing all day, you're damaging your kids. You know, when people get to the point where they feel trapped, things get often begin to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And you might find yourself catastrophizing automatically, which only makes you feel more panicked desperate to escape. However, the professional expert in, you know that, that you may reach out to may help you get objective and you'd be better equipped to know how to solve your problem and how to prevent your brain from making things so much worse for yourself. You know, when you feel trapped, it's important to build a support system. You need to surround yourself with positive people who will help you. Maybe you need to find a co-worker in your office that makes work a bit more fun you know, or maybe you need to look for a new role, something that will help you push forward, even when you feel like everything is falling apart. Maybe you hang out with your friends regularly so you can reduce stress. Maybe, maybe you turn to a family member who, who's been in a similar position to you, who can help give you a different perspective, or or how they would approach based on their own experiences. But ultimately, you want to make sure that your support system is positive and uplifting, and you always want to be able to take their honest feedback. As well, so that if there are areas where you can improve, you can make adjustments. That way, you might be able to find the light at the end of the tunnel a bit sooner. And that's important. You know, when big changes happen, people go into hysterics. You know, it adds so much stress to their life. But instead, you make small adjustments It'll be easier to help you cope with feeling trapped as you see yourself moving in a positive direction. The small adjustments can be minor changes to your environment. Maybe clean clean your office for once or clean your room for once or make your bed and see how that feels. Instead of uh, working at the office every day, maybe you work from home or maybe you move your desk to a different area. Maybe in a relationship, you start to try marriage counseling so you can improve your communication. Or maybe you become separated temporarily. If you feel trapped in your life, you might develop a new hobby so you can re-spark other areas of your life. And if you're feeling trapped in an illness, you might spend more time with your friends and family to make each moment more meaningful. You know, you want to look for the positive. You know, we begin feeling trapped because we no longer see the positive in our situation. You know, maybe your anxiety or your depression is getting the best of you, so you aren't seeing things with complete clarity. So you make a list of pros about your situation. Maybe you feel trapped in your job. You're grateful for the regular paycheck, the ability to put food on the table, chance to learn new skills, your relationship. You, you might think back on some positive moments you shared with that person. You know, if you hate your job, why don't you set up an opportunity to do something else and let that job buy that opportunity until you're able to get to the opportunity. Maybe the job is a means to an end and then it has purpose. Now you're no longer a victim because maybe you, you want to go to school to learn something different, but you rely on the income from your job to buy you that. But since you've got momentum going forward and you've decided maybe to go back to school or whatever, or learn a new trade, that job is now buying you that. And now it's less of a trapped feeling. And it's important that we look that way, that we look to the positive positive. also being patient. You know, we often panic and want to change our situation immediately, but you need to take a deep breath. And it's it's really important to understand you never, ever want to make big life decisions when you are emotional. You only want to make big life decisions when you are clear headed, never an emotional decision. That's important for us to understand. You can make small adjustments. You can prepare for changes. You know, and and if you add an element of panic or stress to the situation, like doubting yourself or fear of failure, you'll prevent yourself from getting the things you actually want. That's called self defeating behavior. And a lot of people do that. Sometimes we feel trapped because we don't have enough money uh, to live the life that we want. In that situation, it's important to live within our means. Instead of trying to spend money we don't have and to pretend that we live a life to impress our friends. You know, we need to build up to that. Maybe you pick up, a, you know, a side job. Maybe you, you know, do Instacart or something like that. I know a lot of people are doing that kind of stuff and making some pretty good money. You know, maybe you can earn some additional income so you can finally avoid uh, 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 and take actually a, take a family vacation and actually create some memories. You know, you also, if you don't want to feel trapped in your life, you need to learn to stand up for yourself to be yourself and to just build something. You know, you need somewhere to escape to. It's important to build something. Ideally, you want to build an asset that will make you money so you can quit your job or discover a new sense of independence for yourself. What if you learned how to invest? You know, what if you learned how to do Bitcoin or something crazy like that? You know, but it's important for us to understand that we have to embrace healthy, 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 healthy. Live a lifestyle you can afford. If you don't want to feel trapped, That's number one. And be aware of your power and then take responsibility for your life. Don't live as a victim. If you need to find a new job, do it and realize that life responds to you. Your outlook outlook is important. You know, there's the world and the reality of the world, and then there is what's in your head. And what's in your head is the reality of life you live in. That's the world you live in, not the actual real world. It's your head. It's what's in your head as your interpretation of the real world. We can control so many things if we can get outside of our head and actually get in touch with others and reality. And that's an important thing. That's our show. I'd like to thank you for listening. You know, I love hearing from you. You can do that. On our webpage at voiceamerica.com, the Empowerment Channel, Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Now remember, are you a person who wants to do a lot of things but can't get out of bed? And if you're feeling trapped in your life, go pop a cork and free the wine. Also, live your life with confidence of a four-year-old. Thanks for listening.
0: That's our show for this week.